Hi, this is Leo from Leo Gaming, and you're listening to Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index. And welcome to Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index. My name is Martin and with me today is my good friend, also from Critical Index, Ren. Ren, how have you been? Hello and good evening, Martin. Yeah, man, it's been a while since we've done this, right? Things are great. And yes. <laughs> we've actually got something really nice to feature on this show tonight. Well, it's nighttime, so yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, let's cut to the chase. Um, if you guys been checking out our Facebook, which I doubt you are, because you're usually just listening to Third World Gaming on your Spotify or on channel14.com, uh, we've been featuring a certain gaming phone, which uh, Ren would be sharing with us right now. Uh, this is weird because we're talking about this product like during the first weekend that you'll be using the phone. And by the time this episode drops, which I hope... I would have returned it already. (laughs) Which I hope some of our friends will be sharing. Eric, Franz, Joren, share it. Shout out. Shout out. Um, Yes. uh, This episode will talk about a certain phone called the Asus ROG Phone 13. Or is it... Tres. Oh, just tres. A tres. <laughs> Uno, dos, tres. Okay, wait. <laughs> right, let's um, let's not uh, let's not let's not break into song here. Let's not break into song. You know. Um, but yeah, this is something big because the last time you featured a ROG phone, it was the first one. I don't know what happened yep, to the second way, one. Way back in 2018. Yeah, right? I don't know what happened about the second one, but we got the third one. It's like Metal Gear Solid. That's a charm. Yeah. You, you remember MS, MGS1? Not much of two, but a lot of three. Snake Eater. Yes. So, so tell me, uh, how are you? How's the first few days with the ROG phone? The first floor is yours. Okay, yeah. let's begin. First, uh, it's already been like what? I got that September 2. And it's been like, what, uh, four days since then? I'm actually impressed because the, the screen response time is really fast. I mean, like, it, it's not even, it's not even uh, one second. And I can, like, I, the commands execute the moment I touch them. So, like, say, for example, I, I'm playing uh, COD Mobile, right? So... I can easily aim and get headshots and consistently be the MVP of a match. And uh, there's another game. uh, It's it's called uh, Asphalt 9 Legends. It's a racing game that I tried. We also did this with the the first ROG phone. It plays even better on the third ROG phone now because um, the, the drifting, the turning, it got smooth, very smooth. So those are the, the first two games I've tried. And um, well, what can I say? The, the ROG phone has come a really long way. And back to you, Martin. Yes. But you also shared the ROG phone to another website. Care to tell us more? 
Oh yes, the sister site of Critical Index, Sakura Index is where we do our uh, our Weibo stuff. <laughs> yeah, so actually at that time I was testing out the camera because I was told it was uh, 64 megapixels. So I uh, brought out one of my uh, one of my uh, FGO figures. It's an action figure called uh, a Figma made by Good Smile Company. And our, for our Weibo listeners here, I'm sure they'll recognize the John the Arc Figma, the casual version, which just came out like a few weeks ago, I think. I tested the, uh, the camera in low light. So basically, it's a dark room, and all I have was my desk lamp. And took a few pictures. It's uh, okay. Um, even in low light, I could see the colors are a lot more pronounced because... Um, it made the violet color of her uh, jacket stand out a lot more. Yeah, I mean, it looks, it's, uh, it's got a really impressive camera for a gaming phone. Can't right. wait to try it, it out on other figures I have, including the Gundams that I built. So, yep, there we go. And uh, recently, as of this recording, you posted a performance video. I think it was on a YouTube. Oh yeah, that was the Asphalt Nine uh, Legends, I, which I mentioned earlier, the racing game. That was uh, it was just a short video. I was testing out the phone on uh, with its X mode on. Uh, that's the uh, ultra performance mode in layman's terms, where it goes from a normal mode to the gaming mode. And um, I was also testing out the air triggers, which are basically the invisible LNR shoulder buttons on the phone. I have to say, it works pretty well as long as you configure the, the hotkeys right. Okay, I need to ask you because you wrote an article on the site. It shows the parts and everything. Yeah, I just noticed there's a USB-C. For those who are not informed, what is a USB-C and what's the difference between the normal USB and the USB ports we have? All right, so the USB-C is the latest uh it's the latest successor to the uh, micro usb port which is arguably a lot faster especially when it comes to uh charging so the phones like the samsung s10 and above already use that phone uh that phone charging port or sorry cable port and the rog already has um uh has it as well Actually, that's present ever since the very first ROG phone, but you know this one already. This one uses it uh, a lot more because um, the charger, uh, the charger, the the charger's connecting port and the phone's uh, there's the there's the phone port. They they both have USB C slots. Mm, okay, okay. So, is that what you meant about the catch? Because that's part of the write-up. Yeah, because um, okay, because um, usually there's uh in normal phone chargers there's the USB there's the micro USB or USB C connector port and then there's a normal USB uh, port right which hooks up to the the charger right uh-huh. or the computer. Uh, what instead of the normal USB port. It's both USB C to USB C anymore. So, you know, if you're gonna connect this thing to your laptop, uh, you're gonna need an OTG adapter. 
Oh gosh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that, that's the catch. And the second uh, catch is um, the phone doesn't have a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack anymore. Oh, they God. kind of took that out. It's so going. It's... it's going down the iPhone path where you have to use an adapter. Bluetooth. Yep. Bluetooth. Well, call me uh, old-fashioned, but I kind of prefer the wired headphones better because, you know, you don't have to worry about latency anymore. And I, I and, think uh, they're going for the wireless with, route now. Yeah. Like I, I don't usually go for wireless headphones mm-hmm. if I can help it. Okay. But the good news is the cooling fan attachment still has the port, the, the headphone port. So, you know, you can just plug your wired headphones in when you're gaming. Ooh, yeah, actually. Yeah, that's the saving grace. And uh, they're, they also supply uh, USB-C to headphone adapter in the package. So you're pretty much okay. Okay, at least like you're well equipped and you don't have to buy something else like, oh gosh, I can't plug it in, but okay, here's an adapter. Let's just use this mm-hmm. now. Plug it in yep, exactly. to this one. Exactly. That's good. Yep. The only thing I would have wanted in the package was an OTG adapter as well, because oh. you know, I mean, how am I gonna how am I gonna transfer the files from the phone to the computer? I mean, yeah, the phone has a wireless transfer. You can just hook your phone up to your Wi-Fi. Yeah. And then, you know, it gives you an IP address to copy stuff from. Okay. You know, yeah. so it's a lot faster to use the cable itself. But yeah. actually, you know, here's something I haven't tried yet because um, my new laptop, which is an Asus ROG Strix G, oh. has a USB-C cable port as well. Oh, then uh, I guess after this recording, we can uh, stick it in that USB-C. Yeah. With your I, ROG yeah, train, you know, I can you know? stick it in because I, I haven't tried it yet. So. Yes. What are you doing, ROG Phone Tree? Stepbrother? Oh, oh no! Yep. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be the first thing I stick into that port. So yeah, oh. tell me how it goes and that's going to add more to the write-up, the future write-up, mm-hmm. which will be out way before this episode. <laughs> exactly. Would you know the SRP of ROG Phone Tree? Uh, were you given the price? Mm, not yet, but I actually looked it up online. Uh, it was from Inquirer.net. The 12 gigabyte RAM variant is 49,995, and the 16 gigabyte RAM variant is at uh, 54,995. There's also a Strix edition ROG phone, which is the cheapest of them all. It's the 39,995 pesos. What's the specs of that, the Strix? It's a non-plus variant of the Qualcomm Snapdragon 865 processor. That's pretty much the only difference according to the report I'm looking at. So yeah. Okay. Uh, how much RAM though? Like, is it six? The Strix edition? Hopefully it's six onwards because uh, if ever I get to buy it here, in South America, which is like going to be more expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, seriously, like uh, the phones here, like, oh, look at this, Martin. Xiaomi budget phone. Oh, how much? 1,000 reais. Then I convert. That's 10,000 pesos. That's a budget phone here? Really? Oh, my God. That's what? a budget? No, budget phones here are less than that. Yeah, budget phones 
here in the Philippines are literally 1,000 pesos, not 1,000 reais, which will translate exactly, to 1,000 right? pesos. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, here we go. I, I just checked it up now. Uh, it's, it, it also has 12 and 16 gigabyte RAM variants. Oh, yeah, nice. that's for the Strix edition. Okay. Uh, I, I think GB, go sorry, eight, 8 gigabytes. I'm good 8 with gigabytes, that. there we go. I'm good with 8 GB. Eight. My, my, my phone right now is 3 GB. <laughs> you know, the, for reference, 8 gigabytes is pretty much the uh, what the S10 Plus uses. Okay, okay. So yeah, it's it's a lot bigger than most. That's Chrome cool. will not crash with that kind of RAM. Yes. I mean, uh, hopefully, Asus South America will be kind enough to have it on available here. Because, you know, pandemic issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, hopefully. But I, but I heard even though we have high taxes in Brazil, it's a very strong phone market. Oh, I yeah. Wow. Right. How, how is the phone market there, actually? I, I'm curious to know about that. Overpriced and overtaxed. That's all Ouch. I know. <laughs> but apparently active. Uh, I guess the standard of living is a-okay. Because, like... Uh, yeah, I guess it's manageable. Okay, so Ren, any final thoughts on the ROG Phone 3? And would you recommend people buying it? Which you should. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, if these guys are actually looking for a gaming phone, which has the best specs in the market right now, arguably the best specs in the market right now, um, Definitely, I would. I mean, it, it's it's not cheap, but it's definitely well worth the investment if you're looking for a phone that has um, the biggest battery life in the market right now. It's 6,000 milliampers, actually, so that can last you for like a day, even when gaming. And um, I'm actually excited to try out, um, well, this is for the Sakura Index uh, page, but I'm excited to try out this game uh, how this game called Honkai Impact 3 uh, plays out in the ROG Phone 3 because um, right now there's this joke within the community that if you uh, use three characters uh, and fire their ults at the same time, it's gonna overwhelm lesser spec phones and fry them. So uh, I'm really excited to see how the ROG Phone 3 stands up to that uh, Stands up to that game. There you go. And that's our short review of the ROG Phone 3. You can read our review on criticalindex.net, of course. So yeah, there's that. And yeah, you can listen to this episode anytime you want now on your Spotify. Uh, so Red, aside from the phone, what games have you been playing recently? Like since the last time we talked? Since last time, oh uh, well. Uh, wait, have I mentioned Horizon Zero Dawn before? Yeah, uh, you tested oh. it out on your laptop, and uh, my friend, when I shared it, said, "Oh my god, that game! It's SJW shit." Was it like SJWish? Do you get that vibes because of the character and other things? Not really. I mean, okay. I mean, it, it shows Aloy is the protagonist, and she's a woman, but. Uh, you know, I don't really seem to get that vibe that she's SGW-ish. She's not like Rey from Star Wars or, God forbid, Admiral Holdo, but 
I, I don't really get that vibe from her. I mean, or, okay, or the ga- right. or the game, that's, right? Or the game. Yeah, or the game. Okay. I mean, okay. Let, let's consider the setting. It's a post-apocalyptic uh, future, and humanity, for some reason, has reverted back to semi-primitive tribes. So, okay, fine. You can you, you still get those old-fashioned notions of ah, this is a patriarchy. Okay, no, sorry, that's not. Uh, that's not how it works here. That's called a product of their time. Because, you know, just look at how uh, how um, tribes were. Most of them were male-dominated, obviously, because that's how it used to be. And that's history. It's history. Plain and simple. There's no... There's no uh, social justice warrior uh, stuff going on here. It's just they're just um, they're just playing up to how things were back then. Yes, and you the know, society in a post-apocalyptic right future setting. Amen. It's not like it's the first game that has that kind of thing. Remember Duke Nukem: Land of the Babes, post-apocalyptic <laughs> oh my future. God, yeah. Where all the men were slain and only women were remaining, and the alien pig people were ruling. Uh, mm-hmm. Those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why, as a kid, I loved Duke Nukem, but I, I guess it was because you know his his blonde hair, his crew cut, and he has big guns. You know, no, by guns you I don't, don't mean biceps, like literal big guns. Literal big firearms. Yeah. Come on. He's like your. I also perverted. played Duke Nukem as a kid. Yeah. It's like, like a friend's house yeah. on his own PS1, Hell but yeah. you know. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's like I like his one-liners, though I never played the Duke Nukem game that was released like 2011 that had a lot of delays because it sucked. Yeah, I haven't either. But you know, I mean, come on. It's not toxic masculinity. It's just history. That's how things were back in the day, man. Yeah, I mean. Sad to say, history was run by a patriarchy. Educate but, yourself you know, with that. And, you know. Exactly. Ad- it, it's, it won't hurt to look at the historical context of things instead yeah. of, you know, getting triggered all the time. It's uh, like, we're in the here and now. We can do progress now. It doesn't have to be a patriarchy. It could be men and women. And, and it's happening. It's happening. Exactly. It is. It, it's not happening as the rate as some people would like it. But before we get into that, uh, overall thoughts on Horizon Zero Dawn. Did you like the gameplay, the visuals? Which struck you most for that? The visuals really struck me the most. Because, I mean, come on. Well, this is like, uh, what? It, it, it takes place in post-apocalyptic Colorado, I think. So you can do a lot of mountain climbing. You can check out the forests. My goodness, the, the, the scenery is awesome. The only downside is, yes, it does make my internals run hot. <laughs> and that's already on default settings. Oh, my. So, you know, yeah, dude, seriously, I mean, 96 degrees Celsius? Oh, my God. Dude, you need two more, and it's going to be 98 degrees, man. Oh, my. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, uh, I, I thanks to a friend, you know, uh, shout out to our friend Steve. He uh, taught me how to undervolt the laptop. Thanks to the Intel Extreme Tuning Utility app, so okay. you know it just basically goes uh, ten degrees lower. So it basically eighty six 
I mean, it does spike up to 91 Celsius at times, but only for a brief moment. Yeah. So at least the laptop doesn't go Chernobyl boom anymore. No. God, I don't want that to happen. Did he explain why it got hot? Is it because of the high settings on default or it's, it's basically really... the app itself? The, the no, game no, 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 no. Uh, the story of how it got that way is kind of uh, more, uh, it's, it's a lot simpler because um, long story short, uh, the devs, uh, Sony, cheaped out on the PC port. The Guerrilla uh, was, the, that's the name of the, the, the company behind Horizon Zero Dawn. They weren't the ones behind the PC port. So, you know, Sony basically cut corners, according to my friend Steve. That's what he knew. Okay, so it, it, it kind of sucks you because stuff. this is such a beautiful game. Come on, have you seen the screenshots I've shared on the Critical Index page? Yeah, man, and uh, look at the sun. Look at the lightings. And this is just what uh, I'm just running it on a 1660 Ti. Holy crap! For me, man, it's like I I also saw some screenshots from my friends playing that on the PS4. So I Mm -hmm. know the stunning visuals. So like, yeah, man, like this is stunning. But my problem is I don't have the time to play it. Nor the money to download. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, you're you're busy with work over there, and then there's this, uh, there's the, the the whole stuff with Channel 14 going on, and yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. So right now, this month and next month, we got accessanonymous.com, the audio version. And, exactly. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but you know who were my guests uh, a few weeks ago, and who mm-hmm. you know. You know yeah, yeah. Let's not spoil that, anything. People. Because <laughs> because when you're listening to this, it's September 26. So in mm-hmm. two to three weeks uh, after the final episode of accessanonymous.com, we got extra content about accessanonymous.com, and of course we got this third world gaming. Hopefully after this recording, I still got a little free time over the weekends, so I can you know get a couple more interviews in for our October episodes. But if not, hey, this is a nice. Uh, how do you call this mid-season break part two? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> we're catching up. So you talk about uh, you played Zero Horizon. What's that game again? Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, the stunning mountain visuals. Which is weird, Colorado, right? So it should be cold out there. Is it wintry? It is. Or it's, okay, good, good, good. Some parts are. Uh, some parts are wintry. But then you also go to, uh, I think you go all the way to Cali, post-apocalyptic California. California. So there's also deserts out there. Oh, California 2019. California. Escape from LA. (laughs) Speaking of the Arnold accent, you know, um, it's a bit of a spoiler. But, you know, let me just give you a background for those unfamiliar. Um, The reason why uh, the setting of Horizon Zero Dawn is post-apocalyptic is because humanity actually fought um, Terminator-like robots. And they all died out, save for the ones they've kept, save for the humans they've kept in cold storage after the calamity ended. So whoever died said, you're not bringing me to the cooler. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yep. Arnold movie quotes from Batman <laughs> and Robin. And speaking of Batman and Robin, although people didn't like the movie, I kind of dug like playing Batman and Robin back in PS One because it's one of the first 
quote unquote semi free roaming game. Yes, yeah. You, you remember you and, could like, come on. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the free, as, yeah. uh, Mr. Freeze. That was, that was she's just hell, and I love it. Uh, yeah, we did. I mean, yeah. come on. The the nineties two thousands Batman. I I, I first uh, saw that with uh, Batman Forever. They had Jim Carrey as the Riddler. But back to the game, like it's the first okay, time yeah. you get to drive around the Batmobile around Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Then you can get out Whoa. of the car and you can see criminals and you can beat them up. But, you know, obviously you still have a time element to it. So if you took your sweet time roaming around Gotham City and not make it to the museum, game over. Yeah. <laughs> but still, like, uh, that's the reason why I like it. Like, clunky you know, clunky controls aside, you get to drive around as Batman and you won't do that until Arkham City, right? Like mm-hmm. when you walk, run, or... You don't actually drive around, but you just, you know, just fly around. Yeah, you fly around as Batman because you have that Gatling gun. You, you can mm-hmm. dive and stuff. So like, yeah. I never felt like that until Arkham City. So that was like mm-hmm. 99... And then it took 2011 for me to have that again in a Batman game. That was such a long gap. Right? (laughs) So props to Batman and Robin. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the best video game in the 90s. And speaking of video games, I've been playing a lot of Warframe again recently uh, because they have a new open world due to the Heart of Deimos um, update. Because before you have... In Earth, you have this place that's a free-roaming world where you have um, a lot of animals, a lot of army people called Grimir. And then in Mars, uh, Venus, you have some place called uh, Fortuna. It, it reminds okay. you of Horizon Zero Dawn because parts of it is like wintry. It's mostly wintry. And you also get to you know explore it but your enemies there are like the mechanical people or they call them purpose. So imagine robotic enemies. And then now heart of Deimos is basically a free roaming area. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Wait, I got to ask, um, is crossplay between PS4 and PC available now? Warframe? Uh, No. And in the heart Ah. of Deimos, sorry, I I spaced out. So heart of Deimos is like a free roaming world and this time you fight the units called infested they look like zergs so imagine a huge open world with zergs infested uh human zerg humans or you know just like zerglings no infested everything like infested oh my god doggies infested caterpillars that are huge as hell and infested other kind of cat- caterpillars that like burrow themselves on the ground. <laughs> Yikes. So basically interested in everything. <laughs> yes. Like the place, the open world is a living organism. Like literal living organism. So like while I'm mining, while I'm fishing, while I'm uh, cutting up some plants for like drops, for like resources you always have to keep an open eye for the flora and fauna that may or may not try to kill you because it lives, which is kind of cool because before the encounter rate of places like, ah, 
Cetus, which is Earth, the one I said from Earth, mm-hmm. and Fortuna, which is from Venus. The enemy spawn rates aren't as scary as Deimos. Because in Deimos, okay. you have this feel like, oh my God, this is a living, breathing Earth. Well, obviously, our Earth is living, living and breathing, but now it's like you're literally in the Amazon where, you, okay, you can go mine, you can go fish, but remember what you are standing on and what's beside you might have some enemies popping up soon. Oh, yeah. Always be alert. <laughs> always be alert. But it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's not like the encounter rate is like up every few seconds. It's like, just so you know, that pulsing red thing on the wall, like a few feet beside you may burst itself and there will be maggots or there will be these uh, infested thingies that will pop up and attack you or like, Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's a flying infested thingy that looks like a face hugger and will hug on your face. And you can't take (laughs) it out. No, you can't take it out unless you get out of your Warframe body and you're in your human form and you zap them off your body. Yikes. That's not going to go after your actual face, is it? Or no, not really. No, it really goes to the actual face of the Warframe. So you can but not shake the, it not off. the human face. No, because uh, the human face is when you hit the you know that pad thing in between your left and right trigger. Mm-hmm. It's called transference. Like you get your body out of your warframe, and you're in your oh. human form, and you can okay. use and you can zap everything else. Like, and you can zap it off your warframe, which is kind of annoying when that happens when you're in the heat of battle and you're surrounded by other infested. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> wait, that's sound. Oh no, face hug. <laughs> <laughs> nice timing, flying face hugger. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that really does sound pretty intense. So, yeah, one of these days I might get around to playing Warframe. Yeah, but the, the heck of it. Yeah, the map is still new, the free roaming place is still new. So, there's a lot of bugs. So, there's certain parts like, oh, I want to mine this. Uh, I clicked on the, uh, I aimed at the, like the marker for the mining item that's stuck on the wall so I can get the minerals. Oh, I'm done. Wait, why is it still stuck on the wall? Apparently some of the markers are still not visible. So like, apparently you thought it's just a one marker mining thing. So you can get Mm -hmm. the mine, the mineral, right? Apparently, yeah. it, can, it can have one or two more. So like, oh, God, I got to guess which one's the dot here. Is it on the upper left, lower left, or on the side? And then sometimes on the mission, I get stuck. I, I get phased through the ground, and I fall off, and I can see the entire map of Deimos while I'm free falling on, like, pitch black. You know that, right? When you fall yeah, on, literally... Fall- Fall off the map. <laughs> it, I literally it fall off bug the map. out, right? Yeah, it bugs out because it's still new. So I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, so far, so good. In the past couple of days after the recent hot fix on Friday, there's not much bugs, but I'm like, I'm not rushing into this. But I still love to explore it. <laughs> there's so mm. much to explore. And then there's like, uh, imagine two big ass infested insects on one edge of the map to another edge they're like brother or sister or something 
every mm-hmm. 40 minutes, they, they quote-unquote argue or fight. And you can feel the earth shake or you can feel the map. Like, there's a blinding light somewhere. So, medyo mangblur ng konti yung map area mo if malapit ka or malayo. Or, or ma- pag malayo ka, maririnig mo. Uh, you can hear it if you're far. If you're near, you can feel it. You can see it. Oh my God, blinding light. And after that event, they call it the fast or the vorme. Certain parts of the okay. map had the, these molten lava blobs that are either blue, which is vorme, or red, which is fast. And these are used for fishing, or you can give it to a certain character in Heart of Deimos, which will give you certain tokens. It's kind of cool. It's, it's like, a, it's a weird economic system. Like, uh, character one in the village will trade you coins if you get the Vorme and Fast and certain resources. Character mm-hmm. two will give you her tokens if you fish the fish of the map after cutting them and still require you to give certain cut-up parts to give you one of her tokens or more of her tokens. Uh, uh, pers- the third person will give you tokens if you capture certain animals around it like when you tranquilize a certain animal in the map and the fourth one is easy to get her tokens because you can easily get her tokens after succeeding the certain missions inside the free map of deimos and the so basically fifth, you have to go around farming resources yeah and the fifth one's my favorite okay because i mine minerals and he gives me his tokens well it's it gives me tokens when I give certain number of minerals. So like for five tokens, mineral A, B, C, but mineral B has to be 69. Mineral A should be 20. Mineral B should be two or something like that. It's a permutation of the resources I've mined when I come back. So I can get that one. And the funniest one, I think, is the sixth character. Remember the first five people have their own tokens, right? Mm-hmm. That's with the sixth character. The sixth character. And this is the best part. And this is the okay. complicated part too. If you have a certain number of tokens with each of the five other characters, example, character A's five tokens and 10 tokens from character four, you can get three tokens for character six. Because character six tokens, when you exchange it for standing or for the uh, respect, uh, respect, quantity for the mm-hmm. tribe of the people of Deimos, it okay. yields more amount, uh, it yields more transfers compared to the five other tokens. That's why the sixth token is what I aim for. And it makes you want to farm and resource and hunt around that map all day long, just to get nice. the sixth token, just to convert it, just for you to rank up in their standing and respect for the char- for your character. But I'm not going to max it out yet because the <laughs> in the forms of Warframe the, and the, the, oh, in the village called the Necrolos or Necrolis mm-hmm. thing in Deimos, when you get top respect and you're now part of the family, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. Only free reward item is a frame of a fish. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take what? my time. I'll just rank up to three or four. I'll rank yeah, up to yeah. five when you give me better rewards, which will happen maybe in October when you do another update. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess imagine, the patch is worth yeah. waiting for. 
<laughs> so man's like, I'm not rushing it. Why, Martin? So I'm gonna waste all my time to level up the ranking into be part of the family of the people in their ne- necrolox, and they'll give me a frame with a freaking fish on it as a reward. All that for a fish. All that for a fish. Not even a blueprint of a kick-ass item, like a, a kick-ass gun or a, a sword. No, you get a frame of a fish. All that work. <laughs> and I got a freaking fish. It, it reminds you of the GTA like thing, right? The GTA reward. I made 100% in GTA and all I got was this freaking shirt. This I think shirt. I think it was Vice City or San Andreas. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Vice City, yeah. So it's kind of like that, like, really? Really? Nah, I'll just cheat in GTA. See, that's why we just use cheat codes in GTA. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all wasting our time. You get give us a free shirt in the game. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so he was like, oh, yeah, you're going to max it. I mean, I would have liked it if it was a functional skin or something, but no. Nope. Nope. You just have a shirt. You got a shirt. Yeah, speaking of uh, skins, I think uh, I recall you you shared something about Fall Guys and The Last of Us. I think I can explain that. It's the skins because while it's free, uh, some people would want to have some swag on their Fall Guys. So they purchase 10 to $5 of skins. And remember, Fall Guys is free on PS Plus until uh, August 31st, uh, that time. Uh So people got it for free. So they're spending their time on swag. And when it's free, a lot of people getting it. And a lot of people spending on $5 to $10. No wonder it... So, I mean, were those figures true? Like 1.18 billion or something, was it? It may or may not be because look, Ren, the reason why The Last of Us 2 also got that high sales number is not because of the physical sales from fans or people who consume it. It's part of that number is like, you know, retail stores selling it. Like, true. Maybe maybe isn't that the case why a, a store in Taiwan or Hong Kong is giving it away for free because it bought an excess of it? Probably, right? I mean, even here in Brazil, it made it here quickly. And I'm like, oh, look, a physical copy, yet you don't have Persona 5 Royal or you don't have Animal Crossing, but you have a lot of Last of Us 2. You have mm-hmm. a lot of uh, that that Death Stranding here. Uh, you have a lot of other games that were released a few months before the pandemic, but the latest one you have physical copy physical wise is the last of us Two. We still don't have NBA 2k 21 here, but we have the last of us two here on, on launch day. Ouch. That no, no, that, that explains the high sales price. Yeah, that's true. Because that's a worldwide sales. And obviously due to pandemic causes, I guess they have to. Yeah. They're only going to ship the most popular ones for that one. Right. It's like the Duke Nukem thing. Like, yeah, you you Mm -hmm. got a lot of sales back in 2010, 2011, but how many people bought it after finding out it sucks? But I'm Mm -hmm. not dragging on TLOU2 because I'm still going to buy it, like, buy that in part one on sale, maybe by Christmas. Because you know I'm going to play that because of the guitar minigame. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. The guitar thing. It's like me, Red Dead Redemption Two. I didn't progress through the story after until I got the the pouch that can get me ninety nine items per every category. So I was hunting yep. and skinning a lot of animals before progressing. That was pretty much the same thing for me. Yeah. yeah. So I was before, I was hunting hmm. for a lot of animals too when I was playing it in the PS4. So I'm taking my sweet time as Ellie for the last of us two, and I'll be jamming to my guitar. Amanami. <laughs> you know that that Tanka. stuff man yeah yeah like yeah, yeah well i may or may not agree with the storyline I'll, I'll figure it out once i play one and and then two it's like us not agreeing much to mass effect 3 until they did the fix mm-hmm. but when i bought it the fix was already there because i played that the trilogy 2013 to 2014 after the whole backlash of the you know the whole yeah, that, ending yeah, thing. It's pretty much the same same for me, yeah. So yeah, um I think the reason why Fall Guys might have got one billion is because PS Plus might have bought it from the independent game creator say, oh, hey, uh, we have a PS Plus program. How about this? Uh, for every sub downloads we get for free for your game, we pay you the you know the SRP of your Fall Guys game. And Ooh. last month, a lot of my friends who are twitching have been streaming a lot of Fall Guys. Even right now, like even pro wrestlers in the Philippines, like what are like streaming Fall Guys because they got it for free, uh, unless he bought it. So. <laughs> I gotta clarify on his end. Yeah. It's okay. it's the in thing to stream right now for the past three weeks as of our recording. I know this because it's free. <laughs> exactly. And uh, no, see, and it's fun. And if I'm as good as them in platform games, of course I'd stream it. But I suck, so I won't get it, and I won't stream that because <laughs> mm-hmm. I suck. I'm not exactly fun. a yeah. top player myself, so you know. Yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not confident in streaming that. The only way you're going to have me stream is if we play that game that Migs had us play last Christmas with Charles. Oh, okay. You know that game? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but that's not safe for work, so I doubt we'll be streaming that. We might get let's kicked not, the first let's few not, days. Uh, yeah, let, let's, not, uh, you know, let's not do that. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's a game like that I might be streaming on, if allowed. <laughs> And on that <laughs> note, guys, thank you for checking out this episode. Before we get censored, please check us out on criticalindex.net. And uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of write-ups by Ren recently on the Asus ROG phone tree. And on this note, we'd like to thank our friends from Asus Philippines who have given their trust and their, you know, their belief in Critical Index to do a coverage of it. Do a review. Yeah. In yeah thank you guys. Form, I mean, wow. In written form, in video form, and now in audio form. Would you think of mm-hmm. that, right? Would you look at that? Well, you can't look at this because you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to it. <laughs> Would you I mean, listen if to you want to look at, check out the tests I've posted on the YouTube account of Critical Interest. <laughs> yeah, Just exactly. one video for now, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be showing a lot more later on. So that's our good housekeeping for criticalindex.net. And please don't forget to subscribe and check out our other shows here at jell14.com, which includes the current season one of accessanonymous.com, 
Uh, it's ending in a couple of weeks, uh, first to second week of October, episode nine and ten. And we got Radio Norm, we got Third World Linux, we got this show, Third World Gaming, and Badaga Nights. On behalf of Ren, this is Martin. See ya.